The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's book match. This is for January 18th, 2024, if you are catching it on the replay. I am Shannon, and I facilitate this call on the first and third Thursdays of each month. I want to say thank you to Travis for hosting us this evening, and to Chanel for streaming and connecting us to Clubhouse and all that other magical stuff that she does that makes it possible for people to hear this, whether you're in the Zoom room or not. So, book match. This is a call for book recommendations. If you have a question about something that you're looking for, um, if you like a particular genre of book, or maybe you don't like a certain genre of book and you're looking for something different, um, if you are looking for something in a particular format, be it you know through Bookshare or Bard, Audible, Kindle, all those great places that we get books from, you can definitely Feel free to ask a question and I will do my best to assist. It is possible, people do it, to ask me questions that I don't know the answers to. Um, I would like to say that I know the answers to all of your book questions, but sadly, I do not. Um, if you ask me something that I don't know, um, depending on the amount of research it will take, sometimes I can find out for you during this call. Other times, I will ask you to come back when we do this again, and I will give you the answer then. Um, if you're looking for more bookish content, you can find me on the Book Bistro podcast, which is a podcast that I do with a group of very talented women. We talk about all things books. Um we do a big group episode every Friday and then a new release episode on Tuesday mornings. And that often will contain an author interview. So that is something to pay attention to as well. If you are looking for something, um, you know, that is more sort of in depth, um, that's not just about like people asking book recommendation questions. So I think that is all of the housekeeping information, I believe, let's see, we will be here again on February 1st, I think is how this, how that falls this time. So definitely feel free to join us again then. All right, so I'm going to open it up to raise hands. If you have a question or if you have a book recommendation that you would like to share, feel free to raise your hand. Travis will call on you. If you are in Clubhouse, um, then Chanel will raise her hand and let us know that you wish to speak and we will go from there. So 
Um, Travis, you can go ahead and let me know whenever there's a raised hand. Um, until then, we have one. Oh, beautiful. Ooh, we also have an echo. Look yes, at that. Yes, we do. I heard that. All right, Kristen. All right. Kristen. <clears throat> Hi. Hello. I, I'm uh, from Connecticut, so I'm not sure where you guys are. <laughs> I am um, in Michigan, um, in Ann Arbor, so the Midwest. Okay. <clears throat> very good. Very good. Uh, so um, I I love books. I, I do uh a ton of audio books in different, different, uh, ways of getting them. Uh, we have one called hoopla around here. Oh, yes. And yes. I just get everything from hoopla. Um, if I don't get it from Bard, but, um, I also found out that I have a bookshare account that I kind of didn't know about, but, I don't oh. exactly know how to get the books from Bookshare. Like I know uh, I have uh, the uh, Easy Reader. I think it's Dolphin Easy Reader. Um, so I can see where it says Bookshare on that, mm -hmm. but I don't know how to get the books into that. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like how do I actually download a book from Bookshare? So I am not familiar with Dolphin. What I will tell you um, is that you can access it in a number of ways um, through your PC. You can, you know, go to bookshare.org and download things directly to your PC or your Mac, whatever computer you have. Um, I use Voice Dream Reader on my phone and my iPad to access Bookshare books. Um, and that will also allow you to download books directly um, to your device. If you are a Braille reader and you have one of the NLS um, e-readers, you can also, like if you have the Humanware NLS e-reader, you can also download Bookshare books um, directly to that. Oh, so there are uh, where options. is the option? Yeah, where is the option on that? Online services? Um, yes. Online okay. services, and then it will show you if you have the humanware versus the, the ZoomX one. Right. Apparently I the do. ZoomX one. Okay. So then yeah. you'll go to online services and then you'll see options for NLS Bard. Yeah. NFB Newsline and Bookshare. Ah, okay. And then you will go into your Bookshare account. Like you'll log, it'll ask you to log into your Bookshare account. Right. And then you can download um, either in DAISY format or BRF um, files okay. on so, your NLS. Um, you know how you were saying you use your, uh, if somebody else wants to jump in, you know. That's fine. Um, but anyway, if, if um, you were talking about using the voice stream and mm -hmm. so in the, in the easy reader, they also have a section, you know, manage your, your libraries or whatever. And uh, bookshare is one of the options. So I actually found a book that I wanted and it said the number, but then 
maybe it was because I had voiceover on or something or the formatting wasn't right, but I couldn't get to where you actually got to download it. I got as far as all the numbers, but then I couldn't find the download button. So I am not at all familiar with Dolphin. Um, is that a phone app or a computer program? A phone. Yeah. I, I use yeah. A, either a phone or an iPad. I do And that not one happens know. to be. Okay. Yeah, I do not know Dolphin. Well, um, maybe I need to get a different reader but if you so can you go to bookshare.org is that what you said you can on your computer um, well i have an can. ipad would it work so, on eh. i would i would use like voice dream or um what else are people using for bookshare these days i don't I know it's just called voice... bookshare reader isn't it it's a newer one. Oh, is it yeah, I think it's just called Bookshare Reader. I think it came out in November. Oh, great. I'll try that. Maybe even December. Anyway, it's, it's much more recent than anything else. Yeah. Uh, I'll give been, that a try. Yeah. All right. Because they that used to have like the Read to Go app, but I think they scrapped that and brought yeah. back this uh, Bookshare Reader, but I've not used it, so I don't know. All right. Um, that sounds way more direct. And it is free. <laughs> yes. Ah, free is good. Free is real good. Free is good. Anyway, I've been really into uh, Gene Granger. I don't know if anybody uh, knows the author, uh, Gene Granger. Um, she's got a whole bunch of actually series uh, all about basically Ireland. And Ooh. all the characters are Irish. And she's got a great reader who's got a wonderful Irish accent. Um, and it's really neat because she has stories that kind of encourage the characters into further books. You know, like you, oh, might, okay. you might meet a character that is a cab driver in one story and then in a whole nother series he's like a, a tour guide and meets all these people because he's a tour guide. So, you know, or some of the people on the tour go to this particular hotel and then, you know, meet some of the people at the hotel. And then in another book, it's all about the hotel and the, and the people who own it. So, you know, it's, it's kind of cool how she carries the characters from different uh, books to different books and, uh, they're always interesting situations and uh, it's just, they're, they're fun to listen to. I like books that do that where you can really get to know the characters and you see them in one book and then they can carry over, you know, into another book or even like a spinoff series. Right. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's a really cool way of, of getting to know characters in different contexts. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, that's something that I will definitely have to check out. Is that something that you get through Bard or did you find it through your uh, public library? Uh, let me think. I got that through uh, probably Hoopla, actually. Ah, the beautiful Hoopla app, yes. I think it was through Hoopla. It, it, Bard had a limited 
a Jean oh, Granger. Yes. Okay. It, it, they didn't have a lot of of hers, um, for sure. But uh, Hoopla, Hoopla definitely had a lot. <clears throat> Through one of my libraries, I have uh, Hoopla access, but most of the libraries that I'm affiliated with use um, Libby Overdrive. So right, right. I'll have yeah. To. I know it's really kind of funny because the next town over uses Overdrive. And it, 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 yeah, I, I actually like Hoopla a lot better. I find the selection on Hoopla um, to be, unfortunately, a lot more limited than what I can get through Overdrive. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Um, did you have a, a question as far as like recommendations or... Um, hmm. I always, I'm always looking for interesting things. I'm not particularly into science fiction or anything like that and, or, uh, political, uh, anything. <laughs> I don't need any more high stress situations. That's in my fair. Brain. That, that is, that's <laughs> totally fair the, uh, the world is high stress enough it sure is it sure yeah, is we, we don't it, need that yeah um but uh i i i like historical fiction i haven't had any uh good historical fiction in a while oh well so historical fiction when you read historical fiction um i guess what i will say is that there are some pretty high stress situations in historical yes, fiction. Yes, yes. Um, so it, is that okay or do you prefer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind an interesting fight. Okay. I just, I, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, history is about tension, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I certainly best, understand that. One of the very best historical fiction novels that I read um, came out in 2022, and it is called The Lost Girls of Willowbrook. I read it. And oh, yes, Ellen Marie yes. Wiseman. Um, yes. It is incredible. If you've not read any of her other stuff, um, I, I highly recommend The Life She Was Given. Yeah. Um and the plum tree by her. The plum tree. I ah uh, that doesn't hmm. That one is um, a World War II um uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. Mhm. Mm I also really enjoy Chanel Clayton who is um a Cuban American author. Know. And she writes um, various books that explore different aspects of Cuban history. So um, her first one is Next Year in Havana. And then she huh. has a whole bunch of other ones that look at different like eras of, um, of history through sort of the, the Cuban-American lens. Wow. Um, most That's a very those, specific genre. It is. Most of those you should be able to find on Bard. Um, but if not, your public library um, should also 
should also have them. I have a particular um, affinity for Native American culture. Ah. Stories. And even so, if it's not historical fiction, even if it's just about uh, Native American culture and history, I'm a potter. So I really enjoy, um, her name is Angeline Bully, and she has two books out. Her first one was Firekeeper's Daughter. Yes. Um, and that one I, I loved. And then she also um, did a kind of a loose follow-up to that um, that is set sort of more in like contemporary time um, firekeeper's daughter was in the early 2000s and the follow-up was set sort of more uh, more now and both of those i enjoyed uh, um, yes i believe i do you know the second one i believe i did read firekeeper's daughter oh uh, let me i'm not over to give you the and i can um I can give you the title uh, of the second one. Um, Warrior Girl Unearthed. Oh, yeah, that one I don't know. Yeah, that one came out um, in the spring of 2023. Um, and Perry, who is the heroine of that one, is the niece of Donis that you met in Firekeeper's Daughter. Ah, my phone oh, no. is ringing. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. But yes, both of those um, I, I really enjoyed. Um, there's also Crow Mary by oh, my Kathleen Grissom. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> my phone was ringing at the same time. Oh, uh, that's I okay. All right. I, I, I will definitely uh, leave you to speak with others, but I really appreciate all the time you spent with me. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. All right. We do have Ravis. a couple other hands right now. All right. What do we have? Lillian is next. Lillian, welcome. Hello. Thank you. Hello. Um, hello. Um, I wanted to say that I think it was either on this. I've been listening on the stream, but this is my first time um, live in the call. Um, oh, I'm so glad I heard about. Yeah, glad to be here. Um, I heard about the Sam Quinn series, um, oh, Sam and Quinn. I'm currently reading. I'm in. I'm on chapter six or seven, and it's very good so far. So um, I think I'll of be the first book, or yes, the first book. Uh, uh huh. Yes, and it's and it's pretty good so far. Um, I another series I finished um kind of over the holidays um was the dark artifice series by cassandra clare so i was yes. wondering if you had any other authors um I, I know about the other series that she's written and i'm slowly working my way through um but i was wondering if you had any other authors that were kind of similar to her um so yeah similar to cassandra clare yeah cassandra clare uh-huh all right. So around the same time that Cassandra Clare came out with her Mortal Instruments series, mm -hmm. um, Kristen Cashore wrote her Graceling books. And there are four of them now, okay. Graceling, 
um, being the first of them. Okay. Um, and they are, I would not say like wholly similar to what you'd find in Cassandra Clare, but okay. they do have kind of some of those same like elements mm. in terms okay. of like young adult fantasy and kind of the strong, okay. like independent, um, like female heroine. Yeah, that's um, what I liked about Cassandra Clare's. She had that, yeah, the strong female character. Yes. Um, yeah. So you will find that in the Kristen Cashore books. But each book in that series follows someone different. So you won't oh, okay. have like the the carryover from, you know, like you'll see the characters in previous from previous books, but they won't be like your main um okay. point of view character. Okay. I also really enjoyed um Red Queen by Victoria Aveyard. Okay. And that is also a four book series, and that does follow the same heroine um all the way through. Okay. Um, and then there's also Ash Princess by Laura Sebastian. Um, and that is a trilogy. Okay. And um, that one is a little darker. So I would definitely just, you know, be aware mm-hmm. of like what makes you comfortable or, or uncomfortable. Yeah. There are, you know, some pretty, some pretty dark things um, in, okay. in some of those. But I would definitely recommend, um, you know, checking out both Victoria Aveyard and Can you um, the the title like this. So there was Grace Ling. I think it was the first oh, Grace one. Ling. Uh huh. And then what were the other and two? Then, just okay. So Red or... Queen. Okay, I'm trying to write the these first... down. <laughs> yeah, Red Queen is your Victoria okay. Aveyard, and then okay. Ash Princess. Okay, perfect. Is your Laura Sebastian and perfect. Those okay. you should be able to find pretty much wherever you get your books and okay. the same with the Graceling series. Okay. Um I think like Bard Bookshare um Got it. wherever okay. you do your your reading through, you should perfect. be able to find okay. all of those. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for being here. And I hope you continue reading and loving Sam Quinn. I am sad now because I finished the sixth book. Oh, no. I have to wait until October for book seven. Ah, yes. And I'm just not sure, you know, how that's going to go for me. (laughs) But I do, I do love those a lot. Yeah, they, yeah, like I said, I'm, very you know not super far into it but what i've read so far it seems really good so yes um yeah continuing to um keep keep reading them so um yes enjoy them thank you and thank you so much for being here thank you for having me you're welcome who else do we have travis all right we're going to the northwest now heidi it's your turn Hey, Travis. How hey, are you? Good. <laughs> New Facebook buddy. All right. I'm a friend. Hey. Um, oh, and Travis barely missed meeting me, and I barely missed meeting him at our last convention. Yes. So maybe next year, right? Yep. Oh. Um, Absolutely. So I just had a quick question. I want you to kind of circle back, if you could, Shannon, to sure. the lost 
girls of Willowbrook. Willowbrook. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I can. So are you familiar with Willowbrook State School in New York? Nope. The Willowbrook State School was um, an actual place, unfortunately. And yeah, it was an institution for supposedly um, people with developmental disabilities. Oh, no. And badly. Okay. It is going to end badly. Um, in the 1970s, uh, Geraldo Rivera did like an expose where he showed basically, you know, what life was like behind the walls of Willowbrook. And it was not, not fantastic. Um, since then, there has been, you know, some interest in sort of how that all went down and what ended up leading to the the closing of Willowbrook, which it did eventually close um, in the early 90s. So Ellen Marie Wiseman, who is a historical fiction author, wrote a fictionalized account of someone who sort of accidentally gets swept up into Willowbrook. She goes there looking for her missing twin sister and they end up thinking that she actually is her twin sister and she keeps telling them like no you know I'm not I'm looking for her and they're like no no you are this person and she ends up you know being stuck there for a period of time and so through that you see sort of you know what that is like um, from sort of the able-bodied perspective, you know, seeing that somebody who doesn't need to be there, um, I mean, technically no one needed to be there, but um, someone who doesn't, you know, doesn't fit the criteria of anyone who should be there. And yet, you know, she gets caught up in it. Um, It is a a difficult read, um, but I think very, very important as we look at sort of um, the the impact of institutionalization mm-hmm. and what happens when you know people aren't aren't paying attention to where where those tax dollars are going and and where people are are being placed, mm-hmm. um, I've watched several like actual documentaries about Willowbrook, and I was. Very excited when I learned that there was actually going to be like a historical novel set there. Um, And I would say her portrayal is pretty accurate, you know, based on on what I've seen um, in documentaries and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Lost Lost Girls of Willowbrook. Of Willowbrook. Just Mm -hmm. of Willowbrook. Okay. Of Willowbrook. And who was the author again? Okay. It's Ellen. Marie Wiseman, W-I-S-E-M-A-N. Okay. Um, and it came out, I want to say in August of 2022. You should find it like most places um, that Is you get Is this going to be on Bard already or should, no? Yes, okay. it should be. Okay. Uh, Bard, okay. Bookshare, Audible, Libro FM, Kindle, you know, all, all right. those and I'm, I'm wondering, um, I'm wondering if anyone, I just got done watching, <clears throat> well, watching in my own format anyway, audio description watching, uh, yes. The Lost Flowers of Alice Hart, 
which was based off of a book. And I think that, oh, I want to say it was on Hulu, uh, but it has full audio description. There's supposed oh. to be a book that it's based off of. And the story itself is just, whoo, whoo. Uh, and I wonder if anybody has read the book yet on that. I have not. It is not on Bard as of yet, but it is on Libby. And that's one of our Northwestern things, you know, Libby or Overdrive. Oh, yes, um, I love Libby. Yeah, I, I love Libby, too, because everything that I can't find on Bard is usually on Libby. <laughs> Just sometimes you yes. have to wait for it. Oh, yes, yeah. you do have to wait for it. Yeah, and I put it. I ended up putting it on a, a hold, and then I spaced on it because it was like a six-week hold for the lost oh, yes. flowers of alice hart but i i'm just intrigued because the story itself was just who oh I'm boy i'm going to have to look for this um i have not heard of it um but i will definitely have to look this up because i'm always looking for for new things it's it's uh it's set in australia or in new zealand i can't remember if it's Ooh. either new zealand or australia and it's about a woman that has a sanctuary for domestic violence victims and there is some very specific and and the reason why it's called the lost flowers is because they um there's a meaning for every flower and plant and herb and so the, the way that this woman communicates because she's had a definite history and there's a reason why she does what she does um but they communicate by flowers. So they'll send a bundle of something and it means something very specific. So I guess in the book, it's supposed to have these little diagrams of what every single flower and herb and things that they're using in the story mean. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think I'm going to have to see if I can just wait it out and do another hold and attempt to read it because the storyline, oh my gosh, the storyline was really great. And there was some tough. There was some tough. Yeah. Um, There is a book by Vanessa Diffenbaugh called "The Language of Flowers," Mm, and it came out uh, about gosh, fourteen or fifteen years ago now, Mm -hmm. and it's a. It's fiction, but it does sort of do that. You know what each flower means and how Mm -hmm. people communicate it is a very um a very tough read in places but again like well worth your time if you're looking for something that uses flowers as like the the vehicle to tell Mm -hmm. a certain story and i think that this Um, is what this one is supposed to do too it's just probably a different type of fiction obviously yes Um, but yeah it was it was a it was an excellent show i just cannot imagine that the book would would not be amazing so oh yes i will definitely yeah. uh be looking for that thank you so much for of course for mentioning it okay and i will be looking up the lost girls because now i'm just intrigued oh yeah get Ooh. ready it's I'm, uh, I'm ready i'm ready it yeah it's a it's a tough one but i think very important um and then if you want to you know go back and learn more from a a factual perspective um there are a bunch of documentaries um about willowbrook on on youtube and then there's also a collection of um kind of essays vignettes written by a man who was a caseworker for many of the people 
who left Willowbrook once um, it was closed and people were forced into like transitional housing. I just, I can't believe if, if this is what I think it is, which it probably is. Um, I can't believe it stayed open as long as it did. Oh yeah. Ugh, gross. Gross. Okay. Indeed. <laughs> All right. You. Well, thank you so much for being here. All right. I will say that Willowbrook is on Bard and on Bookshare both. I looked it up while you guys were talking. Yes. Oh, did you? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. <laughs> and Willowbrook you. is one word when you're looking it up on Bard. Oh, okay. Good. Good to know. All right. Perfect. You're welcome. Uh, next, we have Diana. Diana, I saw you huh? come in. Welcome. Hi, Shannon. Hello. Yeah, I was late today because I got home late from work, and this is one of my very favorite calls. It's like, no, you have to get me there on time. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear all. You can't hear good on the bus on the paratransit bus. You know, no, so. not not very well. No. Um, I wanted to make. I was hoping for a book recommendation, and I'm also wanting to make a comment. Um, okay. Just when I first came in, you were talking about the uh, the Sam Quinn series. Yes. And I wanted to let you know because I both you and Mika, I think, have recommended it to me, and I finally Indeed. started it. Yay! And it is fantastic. That was a fabulous recommendation, and I'm in love I'm with so Clive. Glad. <laughs> yes, Clive is excellent. I was saying to someone uh, just a bit ago that I finished the sixth book now, and I'm very sad because I have to wait now until October. Oh my gosh. Seventh. Yes. Wow. Well, I noticed they're not on Bard, and they are they, not. I get them through Audible, and I'm like, I'm out of Audible credits now. It's like, no, when can I get it? So it's like you can of also you can January. also get them from uh from Bookshare. Yeah, I don't and, have Bookshare either. How sad! And if you are um, affiliated with any of your public libraries, some of them also. Um, have i need to do that i need to do that yeah but uh yes. but anyway so that was a fantastic recommendation well, i'm um, so glad um and uh what i was wondering which this is a not a genre but this is a specific time period i did not think i would ever be interested in but okay. i'm wor working my way back through some of your book bistro <laughs> i'm way back like in 28 well i finished 28 not 2018 but now i'm up to 2019 and somewhere okay. in there yeah i know you've got a long way to go i do but i'm enjoying it so um but somewhere in there uh i because i think i'm pretty sure it was you uh your podcast where you recommended a book called the frozen river and oh, that yeah, area one yes yes that was an absolutely fantastic book i was just could not hardly put it down it just i don't know just the relationships the situation the time period everything got to me so are there any type of colonial america based i don't even mystery series or historical fiction or practically anything that might be in that time period because that that book has done it now for me for that time period it's like i want to read more about that time period so one of the best um historical series i've read in a long time that does the sort of colonial um time period really well is into the wilderness by sarah donati mm -hmm. and 
D-O-N-A-T-I. And it is, um, there are six books in that particular series. And then she also has a two books. So it's mysteries? Sort of, histo- uh, mysteries? No, it's, nope, it's historical fiction. Okay. Um, there are some some romance. Some people compare it to Diana Gabaldon's Outlander. And I, I see that comparison sort of, but mm-hmm. not not fully. It's not time travel. Uh-huh. Um, there's no like paranormal elements, but it digs deep into Native American culture and mm-hmm. sort of that um, intersection between like the indigenous settlers and people that came later um, and sort of that, like the, the conflict there and also just, you know, the sort of joining of the two cultures um, in some ways, they are very long um, sweeping books. They are on Bard. I want to say read by Gabriella Cavallero my uh-huh. recommendation, if at all possible, is to do the commercial audio versions um, narrated by Kate Redding, who I, yes, okay. um, but they're, you know, if you want them on Bard, um, you can get them. And I think all they're right. all read by Gabriella Cavallero there. And they are pretty big books. Um like 20 or 30 hours long. Um, well, I appreciate each the, of them saying that it was uh, somewhat a little bit like the Diana Gabaldon series because this frozen river, the frozen river, they also, cause it's about, you know, midwife and all that stuff. Yes. Um, that would kind of remind you of Claire from, you know, Diana Gabaldon series. So, and it did with her de- you know, attention to detail and, her, you know, passion for what she does, helping women birth babies and all that stuff. Right. And, and I would say so. with Sarah Donati, um, you have kind of that same feel of like a lot of historical detail, you know, paying attention. Like, you know that it's it's well-researched, mm-hmm. um, but it's, and you follow it through like generations. So you get to see um, Elizabeth, who is the main character in this series. Like you get to, to know sort of her children um, and the children awesome. of like some yeah. of the townspeople. Mm. So it's definitely, it's a big time investment. Like the books are, mm-hmm. are big, but they are so, so worth your time. Um, if, you know, if you find yourself loving the first one, then I think, you know, you'd be pretty much set um, to love the rest of them. Okay. And they're just, they're so, so well done. Good. Awesome. Any others? Uh, let's see. Colleen Grissom, G-R-I-S-S-O-M, uh, wrote a book called Crow Mary. What was the first and name? Kathleen. Carol? Kathleen. And, and I'm sorry, the book name? The book is Crow, C-R-O-W, Mary, M-A-R-Y. Okay. And this also is sort of that, like, westward expansion kind of story um, where you're following an indigenous woman and sort of the effect that white settlers 
have mm -hmm. on on her life and you know the lives of of her people. Mm -hmm. um, um, Kathleen Grissom wrote *The Kitchen House* many years ago and *Glory Over Everything*, which are Civil War era like you know that deal a lot with with slavery. Um, okay. And then she transitioned to uh, *Crow Mary*, which came out last year. And looks, you know, into into native culture there, um, and that is one that I also really enjoyed. Again, you know, a, a hard read, um, a lot of difficult truths to be found yeah. there, mm -hmm. um, but I think you know, very, very worth your time. Um, mm -hmm. Anna Lee Waldo wrote a book about Sacagawea who worked with, you know, Lewis and Clark. Um, and so I would also, you know, take a look at that if you're looking for mm -hmm. a similar, you know, kind of look at like early colonial. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm, uh, interested in the native american culture which i think i've asked you about books and yes you know, about that before because i have a little bit of indian blood and uh, ah okay but, and then also i live in oklahoma where you know they the trail of tears you know they came to yes so i am interested you know and my brother actually researched my you know got us the all our family he worked very hard on researching everything so we could you know get our certificate degree of indian blood so oh um, cards well, that's awesome yeah. yeah and um so yeah and it was <laughs> quite interesting yeah well we won't go into the, the history of anyway um yeah but uh but yeah so this is definitely something i'm interested in so awesome well thank you well, shannon i hope that helps you're so welcome so much okay thank you you're welcome all right next up we have lynn lynn Hello. Hello. I'm a bit embarrassed because right now we've been talking about so many book titles. I lost the book titles to tell you about. It's um, the, the lost, the, <clears throat> it's the, the lost souls of Alice Hart. It, that's not the title, but the one that you were talking about. Alice oh, Hart, the lost just, flowers of Alice uh, Hart. Lost flowers. Yes. I'm so sorry. Um, that's okay. I cannot, I hope this is not what the rest of old age is going to be like for me. <laughs> um, Anyway, I found that on Bookshare, I think. Ah, beautiful. It's by Holly Ringland. Thank you. Um, if it's the same one, I did not get a chance to delve deeply into the um, into the um, synopsis. The synopsis is what I'm trying to say. I'm I was I'm uh, a bit scattered because I forgot the title. <laughs> That's because okay. I so I, I looked I looked it up briefly and it talked about that it was about her life and her she had had an abusive father so I think it's probably the yeah same I would book. I would think that would be the same book so I just wanted I did some sleuthing for you and then I forgot thank you book. <laughs> I, I so appreciate anyway, that but it is on Bookshare for anybody who can access that awesome and I will also and, check uh, through the public library and see if I see it in audio yes. Yeah, so that is what I wanted. I did not have a question. I just wanted to tell you that. Well, thank you so much. I You're appreciate welcome. you. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> right now we are clear on hands. All right. That means time. 
listen to me talk. All right, so we're going to talk about new books because when I don't have questions, then that, that's what we do here. So Tuesdays are a new release day in the U.S. Thursdays are a new release day in England. But we are not in England, so we don't need to be concerned with that right now. Um, so let's take a look here at some books that came out this week. And hopefully this will give people some insight into uh, what else you could be reading. I'm just pulling up my file here. All right, so this was a pretty good release week, actually. Um, you know, not all release weeks are created equal, unfortunately. But this one is pretty good. So one of the ones that I am most excited about um, is a new Stacey Willingham uh, psychological thriller. She wrote A Flicker in the Dark in 2022, which was one of the very best uh, debut thrillers I've ever read. And so I have been um, a big fan of hers since then. And she has released a new novel called Only If You're Lucky. And it is a thriller kind of centering on female friendship, um, but sort of the the dark side of that as as we you know, often explore in these things. Um, so I am definitely looking forward to reading this. I am on hold for it at my public library. And I think I have holds for it um, at three different libraries. And hopefully one of them will give it to me soon. Um, so that is the Stacey Willingham book. We also have a magical realism novel called The Magic All Around by Jennifer Mormon. And it is about three sisters, each of whom has sort of a, a subtle magical gift. And it's kind of, I don't know, a little bit like practical magic, but instead of it being so obviously like witchy, um, this is more sort of a, a subtle magic that is passed down through through the women in the family. And it's a, kind of a women's fiction, um, kind of coming of age kind of thing about people settling into who they are, getting comfortable with their gifts, and also, you know, learning about their own sort of strengths and weaknesses aside from magic. So that is The Magic All Around, and it's by Jennifer Mormon. If you enjoy retellings, I am very excited to tell you about Most Ardently. This is Remixed Classics number nine. If you aren't familiar with the Remixed Classics idea, it is a group of authors who have taken works of classic literature and given them sort of a contemporary facelift um, and they make them much more diverse than they were when they were first written. Um, so most ardently is a pride and prejudice retelling and it is um, told from the perspective of a young man who wants to be a woman and is trying to live his life in 
in historical England as a woman when that was not done. Um, so this is Most Ardently, and it is by Gabe Cole Novoa, N-O-V-O-A. Hanging out here in historical land, I have to tell you about The Lily of Ludgate Hill. This is Bells of London, book three by Mimi Matthews. I've had Mimi Matthews on the podcast before, and I really, really enjoy her. Um, she writes what some people term clean romance, which is a, a term that I'm not a big fan of, but I'm not in charge of these things. So these are, um, it's a series about a group of women who are equestrians in Victorian England, but that are also looking for love. Um, they are not going to have theme on the page, hence the idea that, you know, these are clean romance. But um, I really, really like her writing. Um, I'm usually looking for something that's a little steamier when I'm talking about romance, but she definitely is very talented. Um, and I find that the steam or lack thereof um, doesn't factor in to my enjoyment of the books. I'm sorry, I'm fighting with a tabby cat that wants to be in my lap when I have technology there instead. You do have so a if hand, I sound by the way. Perfect. Who do we have? And you have about I will. And you have about 10 minutes left too. Thank it's you Heidi. So much. You're welcome. Heidi. Oh my gosh, I'm going to make it super fast. Okay, so one of my favorite, favorite, favorite all-time books um, is Alice yes. Hoffman, Practical Magic. And you just said something about magic-y, witchy sisters, and it was magic all around. Magic us? all around. A magic all around. Okay. Yes, and it's by Jennifer Mormon, M-O-R-M-O-N. Okay. And this is brand new, so you're not going to find it on Bard. It is on Bookshare. Okay. Um, I haven't seen it in audio on Libby. You may okay. you may find the ebook. Um but I have not seen it in audio. I don't know if they've released it. The magic all audio. around though. Okay. And I did yes. find Frozen River and it is an Yay! eighteen week hold on Libby, so I have time to uh, read, finish yes. the other fifteen books I have in my library. Um, yeah. Okay, so the magic. Yes, you have Thank to love you. Libby. I'm so sorry to make you the... circle back. Oh <laughs> no, sorry. that's fine. Like... You're saving me from you know rambling on for right. right. Well, well, another I mean, nine I, minutes. I like your so... rambling. It's all good. I've gotten three good books so far, so keep them coming. Ah, well, that's what I'm here for. All right, so. That was um, the Lily of Ludgate Hill that I was talking about um, before we took Heidi's hand. I also have to tell you about a historical mystery that is out this week. And this is Maud Horton's Glorious Revenge. It's by Lizzie Pook, L-I-Z-Z-I-E-P-O-O-K. And this is, like I said, a historical mystery. And it's about a woman who is searching for her missing sister. 
Apparently, her sister boarded a ship to Antarctica. I'm not sure um, why that's a good idea, but apparently it was. And because it, you know, was or wasn't a good idea, this person hasn't been seen um, since she boarded that ship. So now Maud, who is our intrepid heroine, is trying to find out what happened to her sister. And I'm guessing will also journey to the Arctic. So this, once again, is Maud Horton's Glorious Revenge, and it's by Lizzie Pook. Still staying historical, I am excited to tell you about the London Bookshop Affair. This is by Louise Fine. She wrote Daughter of the Reich um, a few years ago. But this one is about a bookstore in London that was instrumental in the Cold War. Apparently, um, some espionage took place in this bookstore. And I am not a fan, generally speaking, of like spy fiction. But I do often enjoy like historical fiction that has sort of that spy element. Um, think something like Kate Quinn's The Alice Network. Um, so this kind of intrigued me on that on that kind of level um so that once again is the london bookshop affair by louise fine now let's talk about mysteries that aren't historical um one that i am very excited to read is a locked room mystery called the night of the storm it's set during hurricane harvey and the author is Nishita, N-I-S-H-I-T-A, Parekh, P-A-R-E-K-H. And it's about a family who is waiting out the hurricane together in this luxurious home. And all kinds of secrets are unearthed, which I would say when we're you know waiting for a hurricane to hit, it's probably not the best time to reveal your family secrets, but, you know, what do I know? Um, so this is one that I am looking forward to. It just came in for me at my public library, and I will be scooping it up um, very, very soon. And it is The Night of the Storm, and it's by Nishita Parikh. If you like psychological suspense, you may be familiar with the work of Alex Michaelides, and that's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-I-D-E-S. And he wrote The Silent Patient back in like 2017, which was a very cool um, psychological thriller set in a hospital for the criminally insane. And we have a new book by him this week and it is called the fury i don't know a ton about it i haven't done a lot of research into it because one of the things that i learned with the silent patient is that the less you know about his books the better off you are um you can just dive in and follow this very twisty story um so if you enjoyed the silent patient i would definitely um, look for this one and it is called the fury and it is by alex michaelides um let's see here 
We have some romance. Say You'll Be Mine released this week. This is by Naina Kumar. N-A-I-N-A-K-U-M-A-R. This is a fake relationship story. Um, if you enjoyed Sarah Desai's The Marriage Game or um, Sonali Dev's writing, then Nana Kumar is someone that you might want to pay attention to. Um, my friend Stacy, who you will know from the Book Bistro podcast, if you listen to that, um, compared this book to Accidentally Engaged by Farah Heron. And I am a big Farrah Heron fan. So this is one that I will be picking up as soon as I can. And it is, once again, Say You'll Be Mine by Nina Kumar. All right. I am going to start winding us down here because we are almost out of time. I want to, once again... Thank Travis for hosting us tonight and Chanel for doing all of the streaming and moderating and all of those necessary things um, that keep us connected to both Clubhouse and ACB Media 5. We will be here again on what I think, um, again, you will know from the Book Bistro podcast that dates are hard for me. But um, I believe we'll be here again on February 1st, if I'm doing math correctly in my head. Um, but we are here the first and third Thursdays of each month. And I believe um, that is how that shakes out will be February 1st. Until then, you can find me on the Book Bistro podcast with many other talented lovers of books. Um, should you wish to get a hold of me, you can send an email through community at acb.org and let Cindy know that you would like, or Cindy or Natalie, um, that you would like to get a message through and they will very kindly deliver that. Um, let's see. I don't think we have any other necessary housekeeping information. So I'm going to say thank you so incredibly much for joining me today, for asking questions, um, for engaging in conversation, because, you know, A, that means that I don't have to talk for an hour, which nobody really wants. And B, it means that all of you are getting something out of this call, which I definitely appreciate. All right. Until next time, I hope you all are staying safe and warm. And as I always say on Book Bistro, well read. <laughs>